Welcome to Dear Friends and Dead Ends Podcast. My name is Ashley. My name is Cody. Cases may contain graphic material as well as explicit language. Intro music. Welcome to the Hell Zone by Spooky Black Vague 003 Remix. Hello, hello. Episode 49. Testing, testing. Is this one on? In Russian. Sort Jeez. Of. Sort of. Lumiere. That is excellent Russian. Good job. <laughs> Try and do it as a. Can you do it with a Russian accent? Lum- Lumiere. That was the same, wasn't it? It had less. Ugh. So I think it was. I think it was closer yeah i I don't think uh are there l sounds in russian uh no because they hate everything they don't like wait is that true though they don't like oxygen they don't like others they don't like others yeah like other i mean yeah that is (laughs) i'm just kidding i I don't know anyone that's russian do does russian that's the reputation. Oh boy. <laughs> In language? Yes. I'm trying to huh. think of a word. I think, right? Yeah, they do because the, the Alexi. Wasn't he Russian? Oh shit, yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. Mm, Stranger things. Stranger things have happened. That's the theme song for the next season. Okay. I'm sure. Ugh, just, they did so well with season four. I just, I can't even. We're gonna have to wait a while for the next one, but just, oh, so good. Yeah, it was awesome. I fucking love that show. I know, it's it's fantastic. They've done so well with it. Um, oh, are you and Dana going to watch The Last of Us? You know, I'm not sure yet. I okay. I assume we'll at least attempt to watch it, but he's also kind of like a snob about it. It's media. getting like crazy good reviews. Is it actually? Because he yeah. was really skeptical about it. Well, of course it's got, um, what's his name? I know his name. Pedro Pascal. Thank you, yes. I know it's like two P's, but I can never remember like the variation. And then the other, uh, the girl, she was in um, Game of Thrones at one point, wasn't she? Yes, correct. What, she was the little queen or like young queen, um, but she was like a total badass in the show. Uh, yeah, I'm so fucking excited for sure. it. Um, I wouldn't know. But yeah, it's 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 supposed to be like... People are saying it's actually very, very good, like HBO quality show, um, <gasps> which is quite exciting considering it's based on a fantastic game. No, they, despite how I feel about certain things that have happened in that game, not the first one, the second one, very, very well done though, regardless yeah. of like very well done. The now that you said HBO. So we all know, or at least Cody knows, my affinity for Scooby-Doo is like off the charts. Yeah. I can watch it every day of my life and I will be just so content. 
they are releasing Velma on HBO Max in the next couple days. I am losing my shit. I'm so ready. Anything Scooby-Doo, I just, I can't. I just love it. I so. I don't know. I, I wanted to check it out, and then I read some stuff about it, and I was kind of like, oh. Why? Because it's, it's not the same. It's not like the... Well, so it they're they're trying they're basically doing like a quote unquote adult version of it. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it just sounds fucking weird. It's like yeah. from the from the sounds of it, Daphne is a drug dealer. Oh really? And like part of and Fred is like the stereotypical like white dude, rich white guy, mm. and uh like apparently a big aspect of his character is that he has a small dick and he's upset about it stop it yeah no i'm i'm not kidding um and then shaggy is i i I think i think they said he's not maybe he's not going by shaggy he's actually going by norville interesting also he like i i get they're gonna do what they're gonna do for like the contrast and like for everyone yeah. loves irony and all this other dumb shit. So, yeah, it's it's not true to who they are. I mean, right. I mean, I'll probably like Shag- still check it out. It's just I was I was Shaggy's never given a fuck. Right. I I was excited for like an adult mm-hmm. take on it with yeah. with their normal characteristics mm-hmm. just turned up you know what i mean like yeah. like almost kind of what happened with the live action movies because james mm-hmm. gunn who ended up doing the uh guardians of the galaxy movies oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he wrote the live action scooby-doo see i didn't know that um but i'm also not surprised them oh wow okay i think his original script got an r rating Plus, wasn't he trying to, like, add some, like, inclusivity as far as, like, LGBT with, like, Velma, and they wouldn't let him? I, I don't know about that. Because now that you're saying that, I feel but I, like but I, I read know, that. But I know Velma was supposed to be, like, much more sexualized, mm. and, like, I guess uh, Fred was supposed to kind of be, like, the dumb jock that was kind of ladies man sort of thing yeah. well, i mean he normally is but mm-hmm. like kind of like shitty about it um and i was i was kind of excited to see like an adult take with that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um but if it's just fred talking about like how he's upset that he has money and his dick's small eh. less interesting the right. what was i gonna say it had to do with no we were just talking scooby-doo stuff Oh, so I resisted it for the longest time, but finally, I think it was last year, I finally watched Be Cool Scooby Doo. Which one's that? The one of the, like the oh, most yep, recent. Oh, yep, yep. I know where it's all about. like yeah. weird animation. It's more like cart- mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. And it's actually my favorite. You win. Oh yeah. It's, the jokes are fucking on fire. <clears throat> it makes me made me laugh so hard when I first watched. Oh, I have both to check seasons. that out then. It's so entertaining. It's like the dumbest, like goofiest jokes, but like it, it really makes me happy. So I would check it out. I, oh, the, cool. All right. Regardless of the animation, it made me very happy. So that is a very uh, long way of saying welcome to uh, Dear Friends Dead Ends. Welcome. Uh, my name is Cody. My name is Ashley. If you believe us, you're new here. Ha ha ha.
Yes. <laughs> okay, don't do that. Wait, That's what? great. That's great. <laughs> Teehee. Yeah, you win. Okay. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I think she was joking, but uh, we did name the last episode Fired by Autumn. And she immediately was like, I don't like this. And I understand we've brought you up a lot, Autumn. But I just want to say we love you. We'll leave you alone now. Right, Cody? Meh. Meh. Uh, that's Meh. Uh, that's a unanimous. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna chill out. Meh. Leave you alone. You you unanimous. 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 Yep, that's gonna be the half the title of the episode. You mammon. You you I give up. Umaminess. See, once you start like trying to fuck it up, then you actually just fuck it up more than you ever intended. So. Yeah, it's tough. Stay in school. All right. So I am going first today. Yes. And this is another one of those cases that I researched a while back. And some d details of it, like, you know, kind of blow my mind, kind of crazy. And some of them make me sad. And I'm going to tell you why pretty quickly. I mean, all of it, you know, there's a lot of it that's sad because she's still missing last I checked. Right. But uh, it has a lot to do with, like, the dates and stuff like that. So... The case that I am doing today is the case of Ashley Fuller Reed. She was okay. yes, so she was born November sixth of nineteen seventy, and she vanished January fourteenth of nineteen ninety. She was nineteen years old. She wasn't even twenty. She was five two, one hundred and fifteen pounds at the time she vanished. But the reason that January fourteenth makes me sad, and this is a very selfish, stupid thing. But uh, January 14th uh, of 2016 is the day that Alan Rickman died. And if anyone wow. yeah, if anyone knows about Alan Rickman, he played, you know, um, Severus Snape in Harry Potter. I mean, he's done a lot. He was also Hans Gruber in Die Hard. You know, he lots and lots of roles. He's, like, very beloved. So beloved by so many people that never got to meet him, including me. But, um... Yeah, it's just, it's one of those days that it bums me out every year. It's just, there's something about it. Have you ever watched Dogma? I haven't, and Smith I should. Movie? It's hard for me to watch movies with a minute, though, as oh, stupid as fair. that is. Harry Potter, not so much. I think because of all, like, the, it's not, like, him, him. It's he, like, yeah, he feels yeah. removed from himself in that movie. Yeah. Like, he, he, yeah. he doesn't feel like Alan Rickman. He feels like Snape. Oh, 100%. Like, he fucking killed it. Oh, yeah. for sure. I mean, especially when J.K. Rowling, regardless of how we all feel about her commentary on whatever, she chose him. She knew she wanted him specifically for that role to the point where she told him secrets no one else got to know. So that's how perfect she right. knew he would be. And uh, either way, January 14th is just not a good day. It turns out for multiple people. Yeah. So uh, Ashley Reed goes missing. On January 14th of 1990, she was last seen wearing a stone-washed denim shirt, which is kind of like acid wash, but not quite so, I guess, bleach-dyed. It's I think it's a little bit more subtle. Okay. Um, like, if you look it up, you'll see what I'm talking about, but it's 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 a similar to, Wait, what like, was it called? It's called stone-washed. So instead of, like, acid wash, it's, like, a little different. The texture, the texturing is a little different. Oh, that's kind of cool. 
Yeah, it, it is. It's very... Um, it's yeah, not... so, like, instead of the, like, the acid wash, it's a very hard break a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, like, either, like, the bleach spot or it's the jean color. Mm-hmm. The the stone wash seemed to fade, like, in and out of the two colors yeah, more it's, smoothly. It's, yeah, it's, it's a lot It's not a hard break. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. A lot of people are like, yeah, no shit, we know what stone washing is, but... For me, that was a Not more like, guy. yeah, it was like a newer term for me. For, I hadn't really heard much about it. So Ashley also had on a bomber jacket that was about waist length, and she was wearing a guest brand watch and gold hoop earrings. Um, she had brown hair, brown eyes, small brown mole on her left cheek. And we say hashtag check that. Check that cheek. Excellent. Good job. Perfect timing. Uh, she went by Ash, as a lot of girls with my name do. I am right. I have very few people that I will let call me that. You are one. My grandfather is one. And there's like a couple other people, but very rarely does anyone call me that. Um, I'm gonna start calling you Schlee. Great! I'm so excited about that. Hey Schlee. Oh, that's good. I like that. That's fine, Frodo. That's fine. <laughs> whatever i'm used oh, to it now, I, I, oh yeah yeah i've called you that a number of times so ashley had plans that evening on the 14th to go to garland texas uh which is kind of um her hometown she was going to be in that area she was going to have dinner with two gl- two guys that she had planned to meet for the story they have remained nameless which is a little bizarre yeah and they don't really share anything about the identity, like who they might be to her, if she went to school with them. But she was supposed to meet two guys. And um, I guess I guess they're, they haven't been fully verified, so people haven't wanted to say. But it seems okay. like um, it seems like it was going to be this guy Dave and this guy Robert, potentially, but no one has wanted to verify those names specifically okay so that's just kind of the the most likely those are the ones people have kind of narrowed it down to but there's no confirmation it was those two exactly so it's hard to say but that seems to be kind of the general idea it was probably them so dinner was supposed to be at ihop and it was supposed to be off of hell yeah i know off of i-635 and military parkway in dallas um so i didn't realize garland and uh did you know because of covid they don't have the syrup on the tables anymore no No, i didn't have i i've gone there since covid right and yeah you have to ask for the syrups now maybe they used to just hang out on the table and Mm. god knows how many little fucking gross rugrats were just sucking on the tip of that thing Mm. i don't like your phrasing yeah, I didn't either. But also, you know, um, so she was supposed to go to IHOP, uh, but she also was potentially going to go an hour away to a different place. So there's there's a lot of like undetermined, yeah. Either she wasn't really sure and she was going to be spontaneous, or we really have no clue and we have been speculating on what she may have been doing. And I'm sorry, what year was this? 1990. So she doesn't have a cell phone. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm. Yeah, that, 
I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I was thinking this was much more uh, recent. But yeah, 1990, that makes sense because... Usually they can pinpoint you know, with a cell phone these days. Yeah, you can't, you can't track text. You can't, you know... Everyone was just calling on phones and those, I don't know, might not even have records back then. Heaven forbid someone didn't have a uh, answering machine and mm-hmm. you and or didn't have caller id so a you don't fucking know who's calling or or right. the number or b you can't even tell anyone anything because they won't let you do it so there's a witness that uh, ended up placing ashley reed at ihop and she was talking to a man who was tall about six feet tall caucasian 170 to 200 pounds who also had brown hair and brown eyes they follow or they um, describe the man in the following way clean neat appearance he was wearing beige western type jacket it had elbow patches on it he wore cowboy boots and a cowboy hat sounds like texas to me if i were to sum up texas i haven't been to yep. texas yet but if you were to guess i would imagine that and then um that that's all they say about the whole ihop thing they have a description of the guy that she was there and that's all that they say and that's it that's all that they say at least so far in my notes so the following morning is january 15th ashley's brown 1984 chevy citation is that a car a chevy citation that can't be right Hmm. i don't know about my notes here this is what happens when you research way too far in advance. Chevy I feel like yeah, no, this is a, this is a thing because I I wasn't sure and I did look it up. The fuck? Yeah. Yep. Chevy Citation. It's a 5 door. Yo, that car's kind of cool though. Yeah, they only made it for like 2 years. That's that's a lie. No, they made it for they made it for about five ish years. Um It kinda it kinda looks like a uh um like a uh gremlin or a pacer. Mm-hmm. It does. But it's one of those it has one of those names where I'm like, that cannot be the right name, but that is. It's Chevy Oh yeah, no, I was I was immediately like you clearly wrote that down wrong. Right, no, but Chevy Citation was her car. Uh, it was found on a freeway ramp at, on Military Parkway. Her hazard lights were still blinking. The uh, battery had died, though. Um, okay. This location is only about a fourth of a mile from the IHOP. So not... You said a fourth of a mile? A like fourth. Like a quarter mile? Correct. Oh, wow. So that's not a lot of distance at all. Not at all. Her driver's seat was pushed all the way forward. Um, so basically she had driven it, it seems. It wasn't like someone got in the car and drove it. Mm-hmm. But also someone could fake that. But whatever. This is January 15th. Two weeks later. Her purse and her car keys were not in the vehicle. Instead, Ashley's purse was found by two local fishermen in a water filled gravel pit water that's filled gravel pit yeah this was near i think it's bois d'arc 
or something like that. It's French. Uh, oh. Yeah. And uh, Trinity River. So it was near, I don't, it was near the Trinity River, but it was near that uh, French road I just said that I'm not repeating. Bois With, Exactly. What did you say? That sounds right. So when they opened the purse, they discovered items with her name on it. So that's how they knew it was for sure hers because I'm assuming her ID was in there, probably credit cards or something like that. They called police to notify them, but upon arrival, police could not find the bag. Wait, what? Exactly. So the the fishermen... yeah. What? Okay. Okay. So fishermen, fishermen mm-hmm. find the bag in a water-filled gravel pit, which is already like what the fuck. And then they open it. They find her name. So they call police. But police get there and they're like, "Where's the bag?" I like. I don't know. Um. But I did write I, that I believe the transcript will show the fishermen said finders keepers on that <laughs> phone call. Okay. No. Um, so they, they couldn't find the bag, so I don't fucking understand what that means. Unless they were, unless they were just like fucking with the police. I don't know. That makes no goddamn sense. It's also 1990, so like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? There's only so far you can get without like technology but i mean like you how long did it fucking take the police to get there you know what i mean like that's a good question maybe it did take them like three hours and they were like fuck this and they threw it back in the gravel pit and then somehow gravel (laughs) that'd be me no and then like gravel fell on top yeah fuck gravel i waited a half hour i'm not doing this shit and then i just yeet it back into the fucking canyon which causes gravel to fall on top of it and maybe it's buried depending on how, how hard you throw it I don't. I've never seen a water-filled gravel pit, so I don't know how intense this thing is. Like, is it a ten-foot hole? Is this like a thirty-foot-looking lake pond situation? What is this? Water-filled. Is this like a redneck quarry? What is this? Gravel pit. How do gravel pits work? I have questions. Yeah, so it looks like a gravel pit is um, a – it's an open pit mine. Mm. So it's it's quite literally like one of those big holes that they dig, like the <laughs> ramp down into it and excavate, you know, create gravel. Uh-huh. Um, and it said that when they um, – so sometimes, uh, if you know, if your um, water level changes, yeah. it can actually fill. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it, so it seems like if it rains, extensive. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's not it's not a small pit. Okay. Like it's it's a it's a it basically looks like a man made lake essentially. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that they came upon that while fishing kind of although are you actually fishing there or what are they doing there well so sometimes if they're like well well they 
that does happen. So like if if a gravel pit has been exhausted, um, sometimes they will just fill it with water and like create a new ecosystem. They'll introduce fish and stuff to it. Um, but yeah, that's just like. I'm so stuck on how the fuck did they how how do you not find it? Nature Someone facts called with you there. Cody. Yeah, that I I yeah. really don't understand. Like, I, did they leave it off to the side? I, does that like? I guess the guys weren't there. Obviously, otherwise they would have just handed it to them. In theory, right? Unless they like were like, no, yeah. we threw it back. Gotta have it. Like, what do you? <laughs> not you... big enough. <laughs> Could you imagine if like, oh, credit card's useless, yeah. and they just like toss it back in. Catch and release. That's what it is. There we go. So, Ashley attended Harding High School in Minnesota, so she is not from Texas. Okay. Her accomplishments there included being an honor student. She was president of the student council. She also did cheerleading, was on the newspaper, and the integration committee. I don't know what that is, but... She had things going for her. She was very driven. Yeah. That is a lot. Cody and I do this podcast. We have jobs. I I do my like my my reselling and whatnot from my mom. That's a lot that she's doing. I just yeah, I just hang out. <laughs> I, play some video games. Sometimes that's all one heavily. needs in life. Okay, you made it take a turn. But do you enjoy it? Yes, you do. No. Wow. Awkward. This is a cry for help. <laughs> Too much truth. Too much <laughs> truth. Not true. Please talk to your therapist. I'll um, never quit drinking. Wait, what? <sighs> Alright. I literally don't even know how to move forward after these things that you're saying. And I, I understand that you're yeah, smiling. Right. But, uh... Alright, well... So, she had planned to study pre-law at the University of Minnesota, but she decided to move uh, back to Texas with her mom and brother in October of 89, so the year before, aka, actually, it was only, like, months earlier, I think, because I remember that's January. Um, she was working, uh, yeah. yeah, she was working at a restaurant, also, at the time she disappeared. The night before she went missing, she called her mom to tell her about this IHOP date she was going to have with a man named Robert. Um, she was supposed to call her mom once she made it to uh, a friend's house in, I think it's Corsicana or Corsicana in Texas. I'm assuming okay. I'm assuming she was supposed to go there after. And that was the, the mix-up of the two plans that she had. Mm -hmm. So she was going to go to IHOP to have this date, and then she was going to go to her friend's house and probably, like, talk, okay. talk all about it. You know what I mean? Because that's what we do. Right. And then around 5 a.m., Ashley's brother was sent to the IHOP to search for her because her mom never heard anything. He is the one that found her car on the side of the freeway. Uh, after the whole fisherman purse debacle, um, they ended up doing canine searches to look for further evidence, but they could not find anything. No, mm. no evidence was found. Um, there is a possible tie to a serial killer named kenneth mcduff which sounds very scottish and it, it does it actually just makes me think of kim possible because i think that was mcduff i could be wrong i don't remember what his name was it was like something mcduff maybe 
He was the Scottish villain in the kilt. Are you talking about that crime-fighting dog? And Kim Possible? No, uh, what is his name? Gruff McGuff? No. Did you ever watch Kim. Kim Possible? Uh, call me, beat me if you want to reach me, okay? I don't. So, I'm hanging <laughs> up. Thank you. Kim Possible. What was it? Macduff? Macduff. I swear that was his name. Uh, there's Duff Killigan. That's close enough. That's pretty close. <laughs> it's, it's Scottish. And, it's... and he's Scottish as fuck. Scottish as fuck. So... Kenneth McDuff uh, is a serial killer who was possibly tied to this case. He had been on death row, uh, got paroled somehow. and From death row? Yep. And uh, he was obviously reformed. He ended up getting resentenced and executed in 1999 <laughs> for a murder that occurred in 1992 after they let him out. Bro. Like, how That's... Oh, I hope you live with that I mean, guilt. I hope you live with that guilt of letting him out because what the fuck is wrong with you? Bro. What? Like, He's oh, not, shit. I, so, oh, this is, that's a tough one. Oh, wait, one. so he, no, he killed someone else. Yes. After, after he was released. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. That's, yeah, that's fucked up. I thought you meant they released him and then they were like, oh, actually, we just tied this other case to you. No, now we got he you, killed someone after. That's a Come on. Yeah. Really? I understand the legality. Like, if you had to I didn't know you could get that... parole from fucking death row. I guess if they found evidence to negate or if, you know, the lawyers find loopholes. Yeah. To, like... God damn. If there was something wrong with the judge or something he said, something he did isn't right, you can sometimes use that to get out of thing. It's so dumb. Oh, yeah, the fucking mistrials and shit. Exactly. Uh, so when Ashley Reed vanished, he was a free man, a free agent of Satan, if you will. But no, for real, he was out. He wasn't in prison at the time, so that's possible. Um, so I was thinking in my mind that they had loosely tied him just because he was out and he maybe lived in that area. But uh, the murder in 1992, of which they did convict Kenneth McDuff, right. the serial killer. It was the body of Melissa Northrup. It was found in the same gravel pit that Ashley Reed's purse had been found in. Oh, shit. So, this is two years apart that these, her purse and then this the body gets found at the same pit. And I think that is typically a thing. Not necessarily for all serial killers, but they, they kind of have a place. That they go to sometimes yeah. some of them yeah a lot of times quite a few of them rely on like oh i'm familiar with this area um mm -hmm. you know i'll i'll keep all my fucked up dark secrets here uh he never fessed up if he was responsible or not uh so he went to his grave in 1998 keeping his lips sealed shut but it's quite possible he did this as well if it's that same gravel pit so that is Ooh, yeah that's all the information it. yeah it's basically they just found her her purse with her stuff and then they lost it again somehow and i don't think they ever refound it um and then they found her car so she is still missing which is really sad 
that's fucked. And that, that's, yeah. That's still blowing my mind that they were just like, they showed up and they were like, oh yeah, we can't find it anymore. Do you think what? do you think it's like the I think it was David Morrison and I remember because that was one of our cases that where I think we laughed like the hardest because that was when it was the body that was off the shore in like in Lake Erie and the cops mm-hmm. were there and they watched it float away. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. it's another one of those things where do you think they were just like, well, we don't see it on the gravel here. It might be in that water. We'll never know. And that's it. It, it could be on the other side of the gravel pit. I'm not going all the way over there. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take these binoculars. E- I'm going to look real it's quick. E- it's either on this side or it ain't mm. happening. I'm going to squint real hard for like five seconds. If I don't see it, we're done. Oh, it's gray also? Forget it. We're done. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sir, you're squinting so hard your eyes are closed. Don't worry about it. Five seconds. That's all you get. Don't worry. I looked promise Jesus. yeah no it's it's fine let me see i have a headline before cody does his case i actually have a, a couple because uh they should be simple so this one it's so funny because it's so random but it's also sad obviously okay yeah body found inside of south carolina donation bin that hadn't been emptied in years <laughs> um I'm, oh, that i would like to let all of our listeners know mm. that if you are attempting to donate your body to science <laughs> this is not the proper channel <laughs> there's there's there. paperwork and there's i was gonna <laughs> like, say there's paperwork there's there's paperwork and signatures involved. You do not just climb into one of those clothing donation fucking, boxes. Yeah. Whoa! Like now's my chance. It, but also, it hadn't been it hadn't been emptied in years. Yes. So let me see. What the fuck is the point of those things sitting out there? So this actually was published. This article was published on the second, so a little over a week ago. They're treating it right now as a homicide. Until they get the autopsy results. It was found inside a donation bin. Okay, the body was found when a passerby noticed a bad odor and checked inside a donation bin off of Highway 1. So it looked like the body was female based on the clothing. Um, They initially thought that it was someone that was seeking shelter from cold weather and then they realized that the body had been in that metal bin for months. Hmm. Months. So clearly there's still uh, something there. So it's not like bones, like skeletal remains. Mm-hmm. Which is something. But, uh... So... What? Who... Oh, wait, what? It says that... I don't know if this is the, te- the detective... I think, oh no, coroner, um, said that the bin appeared to have not been emptied in years and had VHS tapes inside. If that's how they are determining when this stuff was last picked up, I think that's really dumb because people can donate anything, anytime. Yeah, that's, that's either, 
yeah, no, mm-hmm. so that means that either it hasn't, like, someone just donated that and is severely out of touch as to what people will use. Yeah, I, I feel that. Or mm-hmm. the last time that was emptied was right around the turn of the millennia. <laughs> I, well, I mean, they would have been, like, really multi, I feel like, the clothes. Because I don't know how much of the environment can get in there. Right. One. But, like, also, who just smells a stink-ass smell and is like, I gotta, I gotta search this thing out? I think that's just human curiosity. Because if you're, like, if you're near the bin and it's stronger and you're like, what the fuck did they put in the bin? You would probably get curious about that. You know, I gotta find out what that smell is. I assure you, I fucking would not. I would be like, hey, this bin smells like shit. I'm going to leave now. Well, you know. So, um, I have one more headline. Okay. So, uh, last week, or last episode, we talked about the whole, like, euthanasia poisoning, right? Of the, um, the husband by the wife, she put, like, the dog euthanasia drug. Yep, yep, yep. It's, it's close enough, uh, but unfortunately, this girlfriend was successful, it seems. Because... Massachusetts man told stepson he thought girlfriend was poisoning his coffee shake. Now she's accused of murder. So he had a oh. feeling before it happened, for sure. And unfortunately, stop drinking them, motherfuckers. Maybe he thought he was being slick and like, I I honestly do not Dude, understand. Dude, I don't get this shit. Yeah, like if you have follow your gut. Follow your gut. Okay, so... The worst thing is you are stupid and you waste things. Right. Oh, my God. People <laughs> are just too polite, man. People can't... Well, people can be. You know what I mean? Like, just don't want the confrontation. Fucking... Yeah. Do the confrontation. Like, I... Dude, if I thought Sarah was poisoning me, mm-hmm. one, I'd let her. But <laughs> if <It's> gonna... <laughs> I if I was if I was actually upset that she was trying to kill me, oh, I'd Lord. I'd be like I'd be like, hey bitch, what's the deal? What you know, why why when you cook a scrambled eggs, yours are delicious and tasty looking and mine have this foam coming out of it. What's that about? But also I'm kinda turned on. Oh, absolutely. Crazy turned on. And I'd probably just let her kill me, because I'd be like, oh, well, I can... I, I, You're I, doing the job can, for me. I can I can claim ignorance. Yeah! Shut up. Um, so she apparently, allegedly, was putting ethylene glycol mm. in the shake, which is... They say it tastes sweet, so you might not notice... Yep. I wouldn't know, but that's what they say. So let's they, see. They, that's uh, that's the uh, antifreeze, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't they have? Didn't we talk about this? Didn't they have to start putting shit in there to make it taste worse? Maybe. We've... I feel like they started. Mm-hmm. I feel like they started using an additive that like is like, 
hey, this this tastes bad now. Have, have you ever licked a Switch cartridge? I sure the fuck haven't. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, really loosely. So it's the same thing. Nintendo was worried that dumb little children would take these cartridges and fucking eat them and swallow them and wind up choking. So Switch cartridges taste like shit. All of them. They are disgusting. If you go go grab a Switch cartridge out of I don't Dana's know, game room. I don't know what you're talking about. You... Dana doesn't have a switch? No. Lying bitch. Um, <laughs> but they they taste terrible. That was like the first thing I did when I opened my switch. I'm sorry. I was immediately like Was that after the article came out? Hmm? Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I that's mean, exactly that could be your thing. I wouldn't... I'm not gonna kink shame anyone. Oh, that... Yeah, no, that's fair. If it was anyone else, I'd be like, why would you even ask that? But with me, I think that makes a little <laughs> sense. Um, but yeah, but my buddy Mike was actually the one that told me. It was like, yeah, they actually added some sort of agent to the plastic. So when you taste it, like it tastes disgusting. And I was like, that's crazy. And he was like, you're going to do it, right? And I was like, of course I am. <laughs> They oh, taste, it's Christ. gross. It's so gross. But yeah, I think they did the same thing with antifreeze. I, I would not be surprised. That would be, that way you would probably know that you're being poisoned, which would be good. Mm, no, that's, that's a good that's, idea. That's where I draw Don't the line. That. I'm not. Don't do that. I almost, I almost Googled it. I almost Googled what does antifreeze taste like. Um, but hey, I don't need that on my, my Google search. Not between your docking searches and then your searches of other things that I don't need to know about. But unfortunately, Bird. I don't know what you said. So unfortunately, he did die. Um, and now they are looking into her for his death because uh, it seems that he was poisoned. And it was just the girlfriend? Mm-hmm. So it's not like she's even getting any life insurance i don't think unless you can write yourself in for that i guess you can do that technically That's like, why why can't you just leave uh you know i don't know i mean okay have you ever heard like of once the... once you're married then it's like oh fuck um do you remember like do you know the case of the giggling granny uh yeah you know the 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 really creepy smile granny who like poisoned all her family yeah I, I, some people are just fucking like that, though. They don't need a reason. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I was thinking, like... Like, she went what, for like, it. Yeah. Huh. Like, someone I guess, exhaled I guess and I'm, she was like, ah, it's time. I guess I'm just too good of a person. I can't even imagine a scenario where I'd want to hurt someone else. You know? Is the building on fire behind you? Because I feel like... <laughs> It is. Yeah. No. Oh. I'm, I'm not a liar, and my pants are not on fire, if that's what you're implying. Uh, I don't want to see your pants, but I can't see them, so I wouldn't know that. Look, they have tigers on them. Are those your tiger... No, no, those aren't your jungle pants, are they? Yeah, these are my jungle pants. Are those the ones that are way too tight? Yeah. Stay seated. Thank you very much. I am. Good. Okay. So 
Those are my headlines. For the longevity of this podcast, I will remain in my seat. Excellent. For the sake of me and me alone, because luckily these assholes aren't watching this. Um, Autumn just commented, by the way, and said, uh, y'all did make me laugh quite a bit, though. Yeah, we're, we're quite humorous. Thank you for noticing, Autumn. We think so, oh, and we're Jesus very Christ. humble. Can you be nice to her for, like, a second of your goddamn life? <laughs> no. At least he's honest about it's, it. It's the, it's the one, one thing, one constant in my life is me being mean to Autumn. Everything else ebbs and flows. Lumiere. Lumiere. Exactly. Lumiere. How fucking how would a Russian say that? Very um Am I just saying it like a Russian already? I'm not Am I, I saying it like a so. Russian instead of a French Frenchy? French? A Frencher? Please stop. What are they called? French people? That's probably it. <laughs> okay. It's the devil trying to come out. <laughs> the possession. Yep. No, I there I feel like there needs to be more you know, doesn't Russians kind of curl their words in a way, almost? Not the same way the French do. That's from the drinking. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I wasn't ready for that. I that cursive slur is from vodka. And you said vodka decently. Vodka. So try, it's not going to come out any differently. Lumiere. Ah. Oh, that was pretty good. Okay. Lumiere. I'm so glad we're wasting y'all's time with Cody just saying Lumiere over and over again. Yeah, we talked about fucking Scooby-Doo at the top for 10 minutes and then... Oh, no regrets ever about any Scooby-Doo conversation. I don't regret it either. Oh, plus I completely is... I'm the one that derailed us because I immediately was like, what about The Last of Us? And then the only conversation I will regret about Scooby-Doo is someone saying they don't like Scooby-Doo. Then immediately I will regret opening my mouth and talking to them. Oh, so before I forget, I when you said, oh, and actually, what was I going to say? Wait, we were just talking about Scooby-Doo. When you were trying to f- remember what uh, that you wanted to talk about, be cool, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to bring up the Scrappy-Doo oh uh, my fucking God. text the other day. Oh, my God. So, real quickly, it's... I always make really low ball jokes at Cody's expense. He knows I love him to death, and I'm just, I'm essentially like a sister mean. to him. I mean, you could, oh. you could phrase it like that. <laughs> okay. But two we, different routes. That's fine. We, we roast each other. I usually Near roast Near constantly. Him. I mean, I roast him far more than he's ever roasted me. So he was talking about the whole train conductor nonsense, and I. I had said about the train wreck, and I was like, wait, do they make, like, handlebar extensions for your height? And I was like, just oh, kidding. Right. I was like, just kidding. I know they don't. And then he was like, I will fight you when I see you. And then I sent him a gif of Scrappy-Doo trying to fight this, like, really tall lizard. And the lizard just picks him up by his scruff and, like, puts him in a box. <laughs> and he's still, and his arms are still swinging, but he's not getting anywhere. So, no, I wasn't yeah. going to bring that up. You brought that up, so thank you. It was very funny, though. It was. It was quite hilarious. I was so proud of that that I was laughing in the hall at work, and one of my coworkers was like, what is making you laugh so hard? So I had to tell him. Scrappy-doo. Yes. 
You're a you're a Scrappy Doo fan? Ugh. Who? I don't know. Uh, no I one. Like I like Scrappy Doo. It's because you um. <laughs> what is the word? Go ahead, you piece of shit. <laughs> Go ahead. Explain why I like Scrappy Doo. <laughs> it resonates with you. Cause it's like looking in a mirror. Because, because you wish you were that tall. <laughs> because he has nicer hair than you. <laughs> you just roasted yourself, and I wasn't gonna say any of that. Whatever. That time Cody roasted himself, and no one had to do anything. <laughs> Take care of that shit myself. Yep. So maybe. Is it my turn? Yeah, I think we should probably get to the whole point of this podcast. Ooh, boy. So, today, yeah, my uh, my format's a little bit different. Oh no! Because I want to leave the cause of death till the end. What? Chaos. This person was in fact murdered. What? And we are going to list some of their accomplishments. Uh huh. Before we go over how they lost their life. <gasps> it's like Clue, where you find out at the end. Oh. I mean, no. I, I did already tell you that they're going to die. No, but in Clue, you find out how they died at the end. It was this weapon with this perpetrator. Oh. In the okay. kitchen yeah, yeah. or the dining room. Right. That's always in the fucking kitchen. Um, okay. Okay. So so when I, I'm I'm gonna explain everything that happened, yeah. and then I'll give you a chance to perhaps guess the cause of death at the end. Okay. Okay. Oh. So pay attention to the details. No pressure. Yeah. Eh, there. I'm just kidding. You don't actually have to. Um, Good. So today I'm I'm covering the murder of Peter Robert Gibb. Oh, why does this sound familiar? Okay, please continue. Are you thinking about uh? No. The dude from the Bee Gees or the Fugees or the Fijis? <laughs> no. You know what I'm talking about? I know. I know exactly who you're talking about. I was not, but I thought you were gonna say, "Are you thinking of Gibbs from uh, NCIS?" And I was gonna be like, "No." Oh shit! Yeah. No. I love Gibbs. No and no. Um. So, uh, he was an Australian criminal Whoa. with a uh, fucking laundry list of shit that he pulled off. Okay. Dog, I'm trying to be professional, okay? I'm trying to professionally get rid of my allergies. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So... We're, we're kind of going to skip over a lot of the low-level shit that he did yeah. and get right to the exciting part. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> Peter Robert Gibb, uh, again, he grew up in Australia, um, and he had a checkered past, to say the least. Yeah, I like checkers. He... <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, he actually oh. had... He had... <laughs> Several prior mm. convictions for manslaughter, Jeez. armed robbery, Man. and other weapon-based offenses going all the way back to when he was a teenager. I mean, that life fights you. You don't find it 
That's fair. So in November of 1981, he was actually at H.M. Prison Pentridge awaiting his court hearing. Uh, he was, <laughs> again, being charged with murder and armed robbery. Huh. He ended up spending a lot of time with a different fugitive named Trevor Smith, who mm. had actually previously escaped from Beechworth Correctional Center. So he's in there. He's waiting his trial for murder and armed robbery. Mm -hmm. He's hanging out with his buddy Trevor. Great. And they escaped prison. Well. They escaped from the prison they were they in. They escaped or they escaped? What did I say? Escaped. What the fuck ever? Escaped. 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 Okay. Is that it? Is that right? I mean, I, I guess that... No, I never noticed that's how you pronounced that. I was do, just I don't shocked. Know if, do I? You said escaped instead of escaped. Escaped? 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 Maybe, maybe yeah, you just enunciated it differently than usual. Anyway, I'm sorry. He escaped. He escaped prison. They pretty immediately found and captured them both and took them back to jail. So not that great criminals. No. So this happened in 1981. Wow. We're going to skip forward mm -hmm. 12 years. Whoa. 93? In February 1993, he was being convicted um, for, again, an armed robbery on a security van that they had uh, held up in 1991. So two years previously, he was finally being convicted. Um, and he was being held in Melbourne Remand Center, which is just another prison. Mm -hmm. um, this dude, this, <laughs> like, just the fact that, like, I don't feel like people do this shit nowadays yeah. where they're just, like, a lifelong criminal. I mean, I'm sure what? people do. Yeah. But like, it would like, it's all petty shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's mans. I mean, well, manslaughter's not. But like, well, I guess none of it's petty really, because if it's armed robbery and That's manslaughter and that sort of shit, um, how does he? How does he keep getting out of? Like, what the fuck is going on over in Australia? He well, keeps getting released. I don't think you can. I. Maybe is that one of those countries where you can only be in there for like so long, and then they're just like, "All right, fine." They probably don't have like a lifetime sentence for armed robbery or, or like anything more than two years, five years at most. Hmm. Maybe yeah, fair enough. Maybe what he got wasn't enough to for a harsher pun punishment. Maybe he's yeah, that's fair. Really um, bad at it. I don't know. Very possible. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. He just wow. wasn't doing them. He wasn't being vicious enough, so they let, they didn't keep him in prison very long. He actually was just um, robbing a van full of Monopoly money. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a nuisance than it is like an actual danger. I mean, we gotta um, we gotta give him some time, and they're like, all right, give him three months. Fine, yeah, it's fine. Um, so while he was at uh, the Melbourne Remand Center, he became friendly with a prison officer mm. who was married to another 
prison officer. Okay. Her name was Heather Parker. Uh-huh. And once her husband saw the footage of her and Gib going into the broom closet together, uh, their marriage went south. Oh my god, no way. And he demanded that his wife be transferred to a different fucking uh, prison. Well, yeah, like, you would think then that would obviously like, separate them. So, yeah, good call. Yeah, but, I mean, like, it doesn't even say that they finished the divorce. It just says, like, oh, put her in a different prison. She's <laughs> she's fucking the prisoners here. Maybe they didn't do a prenup, and he was like, ah. Oh, I can't lose half my shit. Um, so, uh, like I said, that was in February of 1993 when she ended up getting, uh, she ended up getting transferred. He, again, started being friendly with all of the other prisoners, and he ended up befriending, uh, Archie Butterly. (laughs) And they meticulously planned their escape. Mm. Uh, so apparently, um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so, so the woman, Heather, mm-hmm. kept visiting him. I mean, it must have been that good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he's laying pipe. Um, Shut up. So... Parker actually smuggled in some explosive. I was going to ask where, but I'd rather not know. There's a couple options. It doesn't say. Yeah, I So, Gibb and Butterly, Mm -hmm. uh, they ended up exploding a window and, like, fucking old school string of knotted bed sheets all the way down to the street level where there was a car with guns and equipment. I can only imagine who dropped that off. Yeah, God knows. Um, so, so they, like, obviously the police are aware that they're escaping. Yeah. Escaping? Oh, I do say escape. Huh. I just have to know Interesting. That. This is uh this is like when I found out I was saying uh similar wrong. Oh, similar. Yeah, yeah. I always said similar, and um, I probably still do every once in a while, but I try and say similar. So I'm confused. So how far was this car with guns away from the jail? It probably doesn't say, or the prison. <laughs> so the prison was actually like literally right on a street. Okay. Because I'm trying to imagine, like, someone driving a car of guns and be like, Hi, I'm here with my guns to visit my friend in prison. Well, it wasn't wasn't like a fucking convertible with a pile of guns in the back. (laughs) It it wasn't a fucking cartoon cartoon wood wagon just loaded up with piles of guns. Barbie's gun convertible. So, so quite literally... The, the side of the building is on the street. Mm-hmm. I got you now. But they exploded the side of the building, so now they can just climb down onto the street. 
and get right into the convertible. Just like that. Right into the, yeah. Like the, uh, not like the Dukes of Hazard, like someone who has a convertible. Um, so they get in the car. The cops are immediately after them. They fucking take off. Yes. And they cr- they crashed a bunch. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, I, I yeah, I got that. Yeah. There's a lot of shit going on. It's like it's like full blown action movie at this point. That is like the worst fucking way to escape is making a bunch of noise and mess on your way out. This is correct. The yes. Explosion. But that's why that's they noise. have all the guns in the car. I. Oh my god. No wonder someone. So. Died. So, they they crash. They end up actually stealing a motorcycle, and they continued with however many guns they could actually carry themselves with one of them cradling the other on the motorcycle i i think they oh i wonder that's that's got to be awkward or did they separate one took the barbie convertible and one had the motorcycle no it was just the motorcycle so they took off on the motorcycle the two of them and they were intercepted by a police van and they there was a shootout they just started shooting at the police. So it's these two prisoners that are trying to escape against two officers. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. During this, um, Gibbs actually broke his arm. Hmm. So I'm assuming they were actually, it seems like they were actually pretty close to the police. So yeah, so they take off on the motorcycle. They they it sounds like they basically like got knocked over by the cops. Okay. Like the cops actually like swiped them on the van. They yeah. like went down, hit back, get back up. They start mm. shooting at the cops. Um, Gibbs' arm was broken, and one of the police officers was actually shot twice. Yeah, and Gibbs and um, Butterly ran over took his revolver yeah and then they stole the van oh i thought you were gonna say like ran over him okay okay nope just took off okay this is the third vehicle oh my god third yeah and transportation and there's more um so (laughs) shortly after the shootout they were seen climbing into a where the fuck that is oh they're they're just getting into like basically a uh suv so this so is they take the van fourth, fourth correct <laughs> so they found that they the whoever owned this suv was it was registered to a woman mm-hmm. and they were afraid that they took this woman hostage ah uh, okay okay so they take off after them, and there's a countrywide alert to be made for these um, as basically the, like, all points bulletin, the, like, lookout, the APBs. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to spot them, and they had actually stored a four-wheeler at a specific, like, rendezvous point that they could take off into, um, like, the more, uh, 
brush type. Yeah. yeah, the more rural places in Victoria. Okay. I keep forgetting. Okay, this is Australia. Okay. This is in Australia. I forgot that. Um, so they actually, they went to uh, the Latrobe Regional Hospital mm-hmm. in Traralgon? Traralgon? Sure. T-R-A-R-A-L-G-O-N. Um, and then they took off and just hid out in the wilderness. They went actually went out into the bushland to escape. That's a nightmare. Lay low. You know how many things are out there? No. Yeah, it's horrifying. I'd rather be in prison. Um, so, oh no. Okay, so, Jesus Christ. So, Parker, the, yes. uh, the woman that was fucking them, um, she Hotel met the them at the four-wheel... She yeah. met them at the four-wheeler and went with them. Of course she did. Because right, she provided so now they're the actually looking... Convertible. They're looking for three people at this point. They were actually spotted uh, whatever 175 kilometers northeast of Melbourne is. Oh, God, how does that Melbourne? Map? How does Melbourne? Map? Shrimp on a bobby. I feel like it maps out to somewhere between like 60 and 200 miles stop it what what was the what was the math 175 i'm gonna go with like kilometers i'm gonna go with like a hundred and seven ish i'm gonna google it please keep going i want to wait to see if you're right I said 107. What was? What did you say again? 175 km. 170. Thank you. Kilometres. I have this stupid security thing. Okay, so I don't think I'm gonna be right, but let's see. 175. Oh, I was so fucking close. 108. Oh damn, that's real close. God oh, damn, Ash. All right. Yeah. That's because you've uh, you've been to England. Sound like you're from London. <laughs> Are you fucking done? Um. <laughs> I don't know so, what's going on. So, Gib and Parker were acting like a well, they were, but they yeah. were acting like just whatever couple, right? Yeah. And it would be weird if it was a couple with like just another dude. So mm-hmm. they got a hotel room and smuggled Butterly in. Okay. Okay. It says they Okay, so it says they smuggled him in claiming he was their sick child. I don't know what this guy looks like, but now I feel like I need to fucking know. What the fuck? So they so they left they left the next day. However, a fire had broken out. Crazy, crazy had broken out in their room. Oh, that's a coincidence. That's just... And it ended up burning the entire hotel to the ground. Well. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised, but they're just... Okay. Yeah, so two days later, on March 13th... Yes. They actually find the four-wheeler okay so they know they're getting close to them 
Um, they found, they actually caught Gibb and Parker again. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to go across a river. So they had bailed on their four-wheeler and they were trying to literally just like walk through a river. Oh, damn. They I were was... trying to wade across. I was hoping you were telling me they were on like a door like in Titanic and they were just hoping no, to like inch their... Okay, well. And, yeah, so they once they once they found the four-wheeler, they actually brought in scent dogs and the scent dogs led them to the river and they were actively still trying to go across the river when they caught them. Nice. So had they made it across the river, fuck knows, because that's, like, how you lose scent dogs, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, those good boys. They also found that they had just kind of dumped Butterly off to the side, uh, because at some point, either mm-hmm. during the shootout or later, yeah. Butterly was shot with the police revolver. Like, and killed? He was dead. He hadn't killed himself, but he he was just dead. Do you think, um... There were else to this. Okay, please continue. What? His name makes me hungry, and I wonder if his name made them hungry, and they got really fed up because they were in the wilderness. And... And they just shot him? I mean, they've done more for less. Do you think at any point they mis- they saw someone, like, at the hotel, and they thought that that person looked like them, and they walked up and was like, hey, Butterly, and the person was like, I'm not Butterly, and then they were like, oh my god, I can't believe you're not Butterly. <laughs> <laughs> I did not huh? see where that was going. Hey! <laughs> or, like... Could you imagine if they were, like, hallucinating out in the wilderness, and then instead of him, they just see, like, a Mrs. Buttersworth, Butterworth, like, oh, that'd be fun. syrup thing just moving along? Dude, I would laugh And he so had hard. he has an accent, so whenever he asks why in Spanish, he says parquet. Get away from me! Uh. That was good, too. All right, <laughs> so, uh, so they end up back in jail. Yes. Um, so Parker had actually... Parker actually served uh, three and a half years for her assisting Gib and Butterly. Um, Gib. <laughs> yes. Uh, when so when she was released, Gib. Wait, no. What the fuck? Nothing confuses us here. Clearly. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? What? When um somehow Gib was out of prison yeah. before Parker was. Okay. So the guy who escaped prison ended up with less time than the woman who helped him escape prison. <laughs> that's uh, odd sexist just kidding but he showed up in a limousine the night she was released picked her up from out front yeah and they went to a nice hotel he still cared about her 
how long did they serve again? I am so sorry. Uh, Parker did three and a half years. It doesn't even mention what he did. It's probably another one, another one of those, like, oh, we got to give him three months. And they're like, ah, right. And then it's it does say um, that Gibb afterwards was arrested for an alleged burglary. And Parker, years later, also went to court for assaulting a woman who had an affair with Gibb. Oh, my God. So he cheated on her, and then she went and, yeah, beat the absolute fuck out of him. How Do you have any guess as to how he, he may have perished? Wait a minute, who died? Gibb. This all leads up to Gibb dying. I, I guess, yeah, it would have to be. Cause, well, hmm. Was it in the closet with the belt? and auto erotic i'm just kidding i don't i don't know i okay i, I like where your head's at but no <laughs> this, okay so this man literally lived through like the equivalent of like not just a full action movie a full mm-hmm. action fucking series he lived through like the events of die hard you know what i mean Shut up. like yes. he's he's in fucking shootouts with the cops yeah. he's Escaping prison, all of this shit. Did he die by a paper cut? Unfortunately, in January of 2011, he was at the house with his girlfriend, uh, Nicole Keating. Him and Parker were no longer together at this point. Yeah. Um, And he... uh, some of the some of the kids were around the house playing. Yes. And one of his nephews, he so he was at his nephew's house. Mm-hmm. And there was kids over there hanging out. And you know like the chest freezers, the ones that have the like door on the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um one of the kids that was there hanging out jumped into the freezer. Mm-hmm. And Keating, his now girlfriend, claims that he walked over, he shut the kid in the freezer for a second, and immediately let it back, like, opened it back up, and the kid kind of, like, freaked out a little bit and was like, ah, you scared me, and jumped out, and that was that, right? Yes. Well, that kid went home and t- told his parents, and his dad told some people and they are unidentified this is an unsolved case but three men went over to the house and beat the absolute fuck out of this man so he has survived shootouts with the cops he has survived australian wilderness he has survived he's he you know he's he's killed people He's robbed banks. He's done all these goddamn armed robberies. He shuts this kid in the freezer for like a half second. And then three grown men come over and beat the absolute piss out of him. And he died. And it, while he was in the hospital recovering, two days later, he had a heart attack which they attributed to the amount of uh, abuse his body had taken two days earlier. 
So, literally, this man lived an absolute fucking insane criminal life. And this dumb little (laughs) quote-unquote practical joke is what got his ass killed. This is where I... So... So what I'm, so what I'm saying mm-hmm. is commit those crimes, but don't joke with people. It's not funny. Um, what I do like is his his girlfriend at the time um, went on record to say that he was a harmless man who did not live up to his reputation. How long was she with him? This motherfucker has been in and out. Of <laughs> what? How long was she with him? Like three days? Like, what do you? I mean. Yeah, I know, right? He uh, also could have softened. It doesn't, I mean, I don't see how, it doesn't say how long. Yeah. Um, But he, she has his name tattooed on her arm, so that's Ew. fun. Gross. Yeah, so, yeah, so he just lived this fucking off the rails goddamn lifestyle, and then he jokingly shut a kid in the freezer for like a half second and that the kid jumped in himself yeah yeah yeah. i mean from from witness accounts the kid jumped in and he like jokingly like closed it for a second which i mean it's like being being especially being a kid yeah like i i kind of get the kid being upset but for like for these three guys to like and that was the other thing it's like they it it seems as though they were drunk. Um, they kind of like got all Ugh. riled up and went over there to like show, teach them a lesson and then just beat the fuck out of them. Cause we know um, kids are dramatic. So yeah. when they're upset, I mean, it's like something dumb usually. Like, yeah. really? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's fucked up. Um, but I mean, being, have, have you ever been, have you ever been locked in a room that you like can't get out of? No, Cody, I have not. Unless you're talking about, like, um, uh, an escape game. Escape room. No, no, oh, no. Oh, I, I said mean, escape. Like... Escape room. Woo! That's one more on my side. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, like, like literally, like, okay, so against your, okay. Mm. If I didn't want to be in the escape room to begin with, is that against my will? <laughs> I kind of uh mm. no so Dana. so there was there was one time there was there's been two times where i've been trapped in a room like unable to get out <laughs> i need i need details I, okay so was it because okay the the one time that's less funny yes is uh my 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 dad locked me in the attic one time oh. like as a as a joke <laughs> like i i was up there and like the attic door was in my room yeah so is this one of, is this one of those things that like i'm gonna tell people and they're gonna be like this isn't funny this is abuse he just said it was a joke because you got out <laughs> well yeah but i was up there for like a while like I feel like the less I know, the better, actually. Like, so... Okay, that's fair. Um, So, yeah, I was getting... I think... I, was I getting Christmas decorations out of the attic? And then, so, like... But the attic door was in my room, so I always had to be the one to, like, run up there and hand down the, the shit. Mm-hmm. 
So I was handing stuff to my dad out of the attic, and then he was just like, all right, bud, see you later. And he, <laughs> Your dad wouldn't he, do that. He fucking just... He fucking just closed it up and left for uh, he he probably left me in uh, uh, you said I shouldn't say um, is less than a half hour okay? Was it not actually less than a half hour? No, I think it was about twenty minutes. Do you think he like went to like pee or something and he completely forgot and he was like ah shit and he like went back? It's it's very possible because I I was I think I was I had a cell phone at that point and I was like texting. I think I texted my mom to, like, hey, can someone let me out of the attic? <laughs> so it wasn't even, like, you were little, little. Like, you were, oh, no. my God. And your mom is like, what the fuck? But, like, the, the fucked up part is, well, I mean, yeah, that's the that's not the fucked up part. No. So, so I was I was going to just push down on the thing and, like, yeah. let it go down. But we had, right. a, we, we had a lot latch on it, and he had... And he latched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't get out. Um, uh... Okay, so questionable. Fair enough. Uh, the other time was when I was probably like late elementary school, early middle school. Okay. And uh, this was back when I, I was like super close with my sister. And... Um, and it was it was me and my friend Terry uh-huh. and her and her friend Crystal. They were brother and sister. We were brother and sister. Oh, that's cool. And we were we were basically like the same age. So like I hung out with him, she hung out with her, and um, we like every once in a while they'd ask us to play like Barbies or some shit with them, mm-hmm. and we would, but we'd just act like as just dumb as possible. That's so we'd right. like. We'd put, like, the Barbies in the car and, like, roll the car down the steps and that sort of shit. And um, so at one point we were in her room, like, just playing with the fucking Barbies and shit. And uh, I went I went to close the door. But when I closed the door from the inside, the handle came off. Oh, how wonderful. And me, being me, uh-huh. went, uh-oh. And Katie went, did you just break my door? And I went, no. And for whatever reason, threw the handle out of the room and then slammed the door shut. Because I didn't want her to see that I had the handle in my hand. Out of the room that you were about to lock yourself in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I locked us in there. Uh. And um, apparently, again, it was only like 15, 20 minutes that we were stuck in there. But my mom was in the far opposite side of the house washing dishes so she couldn't hear us. Oh, yeah, no. Like screaming for help. We we had opened (laughs) up the door. We had opened up the second floor window because we were upstairs. We opened up the second floor window and me, (laughs) me and my friend Terry had pushed the screen out of the window. Yeah. Right, yeah. and we're we're screaming out of the window, help, help, we're stuck, we're stuck. Which God knows. So during that time, my dad came home yeah. from work, and like you have to drive by that window to get 
to the house and we're like yelling dad 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 let us out let us out and so he he came up and like let us out and it, like i was fine as you would be because i just i just hang out and i'm like we fucked up guys and they're like what do you mean we fucked up and we were also nine so i definitely wasn't using that kind of language I was fine. Everyone else was in tears. Yeah, because we were stuck in the room with you for God knows how long. Yeah, it wasn't that long. But Mm -hmm. my favorite part about that is then my friend Terry explained that he was going to save us if my dad hadn't come home. Okay. Because he had put, I'm not kidding, he had put on a pair of like those plastic like like wedge shoes that come in like the pretty princess dress up mm-hmm. shit yeah so it's it's literally just fucking plastic yeah like hard plastic yeah. like hard plastic mm-hmm. it has no give to it terry told us his plan was he was going to put on these high heels <laughs> these plastic oh, high heels no 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 and he was going to jump out of the window. No. Because as long as he was wearing shoes, he wouldn't break his ankles. <laughs> and I was like, and I was just like, mm, that, I don't, you're going to, you're going to jump out of the window. And he was like, I'm going to jump out of the window. As long as I have shoes on, I won't break my ankles. And I was like, mm, that doesn't seem right. I thought you were going to say he was going to try and kick the door down. No, I was, I was, I was a hundred percent. I was ready to let him jump out of the window. Cody. <laughs> what? It, I was like, I was like, I, that doesn't sound right, but if it's going to get us out of here. All right. Um, those aren't my legs. <laughs> so yeah, the, those are the two times that I've been <laughs> trapped in a room against my will. The second time was at your own hand. Oh, a hundred percent quite my fault yeah impulsively yeah yeah, yeah. yep 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 yep. it's good to know the the trend of your decisions and your behavior has stayed consistent albeit not for the better uh, but consistent the entirety of your life unfortunately yes that's uh that's what's led me here (laughs) i've i've continued to not learn from my mistakes (laughs) yeah well you Eh. know and he's completely unconcerned, which is excellent. How about a good run? Oh, that doesn't sound depressing. Oh, we've been at this for like an hour and a half, guys. I don't know how yeah, I don't much know how time. How the fuck we did that? I think we just um, talked, if you can imagine, and oh, yeah, uh, that makes kept sense. talking. Yeah, we didn't stop. So. All right, cool. Yeah. So thank As you guys usual, for hanging out. I need to go make dinner. I don't know how you eat this late. I have to eat early like when i get home i mean you're already home, i mean i probably should have but you know like get a snack or something before you know what you do you live your life nothing can go wrong. i i i will continue to do me yeah because sarah uh, you know what? i'm not gonna say anything <laughs> all right bye have a good week guys